Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's raining Jimbo's from out in the sky. Jimbo's, no need to ask why. Just open your wallet and close your eyes. It's raining Jimbo's. It's raining Jimbo's. Hello and welcome to We've Never Been Clicked. This is Cuppy Cup. And I am joined by my co-host, Jay Arnold, who we're not sure if he was a guest on the old version of We've Never Been Clicked. But thank you, Jay. Hopefully you'll be here as a co-host, not just for this show, but for many shows into the into the future. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm uh, looking forward to the future. I think we can bring some interesting takes to the podcast game. Yeah, I'm sure anyone who's familiar with me knows that I'm a inside-out expert on Aggie football, so my uh, my football takes are are going to provide a lot of depth of knowledge for the fan base. Absolutely. You know, kind of in our minds, college football season starts to, tomorrow. We're recording this on Sunday night, so it starts on Monday with SEC Media Days. Of course, this is really just an excuse for the media to make everything about themselves, so I always think it's kind of a... Uh, a silly, ridiculous event, which which goes hand in hand with college football. But did you did you ever go to SEC Media Days when you played for A and M? No, thankfully I was spared uh, the suffering that comes along with going to SEC Media Days and standing in front of microphones for extended periods of time. Right, and we we sent uh, a few different people from Good Bull Hunting over the years. I think Chuck actually went twice, and he absolutely hates the event. Right. I think I think now if I went down there, I would just reach over everyone with the microphone and just kind of that would be my strategy. I think there should actually be someone who just goes there to cover the media. So when people are, are kind of sparring to, you know, get in front of the the second team punter, someone else is just kind of in the wings filming them and, and having commentary on that. That's actually a brilliant plan. I think we should definitely do that for next SEC Media Day. The only time it's exciting is when there's a coaching change, which is why tomorrow should be interesting. Monday should be interesting. Jimbo Fisher is actually going to be the the first man up at SEC Media Days. Are you are you excited? Do you care about this at all? No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I mean, Media Days are just kind of like you said. It's it's going to be nothing but coach speak. So there's, you know, it's it's fun to see his first appearance really in front of the whole SEC media, but. Uh, there's nothing really to gain from it from a fan's perspective. Right. <laughs> what What do you think people are even going to – are they going to ask him about like the the rivalry with Texas or uh, like how, how honored he is to be in the SEC after being in the ACC for so long? Yeah, those are going to be the – probably the first two questions asked. I mean <laughs> – we, we we could probably make a, a drinking game for SEC media, and you know the the Texas the Texas A and M rivalry would probably be the middle square, just a free space. But he, uh, I think this is going to be Jay a pro Jimbo Fisher show until at least the first game. Can we agree on that? Uh, I think I can get on board with that. I'm I like Jimbo Fisher so far. You know, uh, rides horses 
from West Virginia. So he's got a lot, a few, a few boxes ticked off. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The, I think he should actually ride a horse into the, into his appearance at SEC media days tomorrow. Yeah. And I feel like being from West Virginia means that you're automatically an expert in burning furniture. So I feel like maybe he could light a chair on fire while he's there as well. There's something amazing about someone who's signed a contract for $75 million answering forced to answer questions from touchdown Alabama football, though. It's kind of a beautiful thing. No, I, I mean, honestly, I think the highlight of the SEC media days will probably be what kind of incredible look Sam Khan's going to pull off. That's honestly what I look forward to for every SEC media day. Here, it just means more. As in the spirit of being in the in the dead season for football, at least other than SEC media days, which as Jay illuminated doesn't doesn't really matter all that much. Uh, this is going to be a pod, a podcast talking about other podcasts. So the Barstool Sports Comeback Season podcast is is kind of interesting because it's Johnny Manziel and. You played with Johnny J, so I, I think it's probably even more interesting for you to listen to um, the spin on <laughs> everything that happened um, during uh, during Johnny's time at AM. But I think the last episode, which was episode four or maybe five, was the one that's picked up the most publicity because Cliff Kingsbury was on there talking very candidly about partying and kind of responding to Johnny's antics as they as they popped up in the press. The Scooby-Doo picture, that's a great story behind that one, too, because the next day we're going to Mississippi State and Johnny is nowhere to be found in the offensive meeting, right? So we've, the picture's already come out. So as a staff, I'm like, dude, that, that chick's hot. Like, good job, Johnny. Thinking he's going to be on time. Doesn't show up to the office meeting, so we're trying to cover for his ass so he can at least show up to the walkthrough. It's just kind of a weird thing to hear coming out of the the mouth of a current head coach, right? And you got to remember that the Cliff's a younger guy. You know, he only graduated from uh, Texas Tech in the two thousand. I can't remember exactly the year, and was playing in the NFL. So he's he's not like super far removed from his time uh, as an athlete. You know. Yeah, that's true. And 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 I think once you get on the 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 conference call or whatever they do to record their show and Johnny's there and they're kind of, you know, riffing on stories about partying, you can it's easy to just kind of get in there and and lose sight of your position. Although he probably doesn't doesn't give a shit to be honest. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe that I got from it. <laughs> <laughs> and I also thought it was cool that uh that Johnny was I think he was in Turks and Caicos for the right. interview. It was like, I ima- I imagined him like just getting off the jet ski and and calling into the show to record. You can hear like wind in the background and I don't know, the whole the whole setup was kind of funny to me. And uh, I'm sure they're getting like billion listens per episode but it was just uh it was obviously if you're a johnny fan if you're an a&m fan if you like the dynamic with cliff and johnny you should go check out at least the last episode of comeback season uh honestly i'm kind of disappointed i thought we were going to be able to record from turks and kikos as well you know i'm stuck in beautiful (laughs) rock wall texas right now no rock wall to be seen 
<laughs> I'm in a, a a former nursery in my house in Houston, Texas. So very exciting. Maybe by like episode five, when we have some killer me undies sponsorship, we can you know slip away to an island to record. I'll, I'll probably just drop my Venmo in the in the link. <laughs> That's perfect. And then we'll, if, if it picks up any traction, we'll link to another SoundCloud. It'll be like almost a pyramid scheme of podcasts. That's perfect. Yeah. I've been, I've actually been thinking about this for quite a while, Jay. Yeah. I'm a big pyramid scheme guy myself. EA Sports. It's in the game. So that's, I just had one more thing on the docket for tonight. And then obviously you can tune in next time and we'll just plug whatever comeback season happens to be doing in their next episode. But I, a lot of people, and it annoyed me on Twitter this week, which is why it's obviously a great show topic when, when it annoyed me. Um, so NCAA football from EA sports, I guess it was, I don't know which anniversary, but it's one of the anniversaries of uh, the the final release of the game, which I guess was either 2010 or 2011. So everybody's kind of talking about the game. And I know SB Nation did something about which players would have been on the covers if the game, you know, continued on. So were you, first of all, are you pissed off that you never got to play as Jay Arnold? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, it would have been kind of nice to be able to be on there. I probably would have had like 65 speed, been like a 70 <laughs> overall, but it, it would have been nice. I, I don't, I don't really know what any of my good stats would have been. I guess they don't really, they don't really have a stat for a lunchbox kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. But if you play long enough, I think that you can, you can uh, op- optimize your play for even the, the lowly rated players. You would have, you would have made oh, it work. No, or maybe, what I would have done is definitely gone in and edited myself to give myself the max attri- yes. attributes for every category. I, I was just gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say I think I've actually played as myself in one of the games. Maybe it was it was probably like ninety nine or two thousand. But um, you could make your own player from scratch, and I made myself, and I think I was like eight feet tall and five hundred pounds and ninety ninety nine speed. Yeah, I always made myself a running back with blonde dreadlocks. <laughs> perfect which was your dream until until you were recruited yeah unfortunately <laughs> so d- <laughs> do you think that you think it's going to come back ever i guess it wouldn't come back until they start paying players for other things i don't i don't really understand all the legal ins and outs yeah i mean we will probably have to get somebody that's a lawyer on here to to break down that side of it but it, it would be fun to see that make a comeback yeah, we could do that. I think 75% of bloggers are lawyers, so we we should be able to track somebody down. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they don't have any free time on their hands. Right. <laughs> I feel bad for Ed O'Bannon. I don't know if I should, but it it seems like he was trying to do something right by the players and instead he just kind of got the game canceled. Yeah, I I think he had good intentions, but I mean it's it's not the road to heaven that's paved with good intentions. So <laughs> that's right. The um but I uh I when do you know the game Red Dead Redemption by any chance? Yes. Yeah, Rockstar Games. Yeah, yeah. So when when that I was starting my uh graduate program when that game came out, or I was about to start it, and I think I had like a month in between work and that that school and I played Red Dead Redemption for like 22 hours a day and and that month killed my 
ability to play video games ever again because it pissed my wife off so bad. Yeah, I mean, that's what we would call in the video game business too much of a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, I was on the Rockstar leaderboard, though, which is really my major accomplishment in life. I think I was like 25th on Re- on Red Dead Redemption, which tells you how many hours I put into it. Totally worth it then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that, I'm thinking of making myself a little plaque. Yeah, I think I have a trophy guy who can hook you up with. Yeah, it was funny though. You you should have seen the look in my wife's eyes when I told her Red Dead Redemption Two was coming out. I think, <laughs> I think she imagined me like running out and buying a console because I I have, I ultimately got the Red Ring of Death, which you know I'm. She may have put baking soda in it or something. I don't know exactly how that happened, <laughs> but I just I never replaced the Xbox with another system. Yeah, but she had she had she had some of those war memories coming back, trying to fight for time with the uh, with the Xbox, huh? Yeah, and I don't even know if I have a point, but I guess it is that if if NCAA football still existed, I wouldn't be playing it anyway because I I totally ruined my shot at any video game play. <laughs> uh, you can't win them all that's right and i i was always i was good at certain types of video games but i for some reason i was always terrible at ncaa football and i think maybe it's because i didn't actually play football so i never understood the the defenses or the routes did you did you feel like you had some upper hand because you understood a playbook uh definitely not i feel like if anything, it made it worse. Okay, because <laughs> I was like, I was just audibling to running fly patterns with everybody. Now, my my strategy on I think it was NCAA 05 was to play with USC, uh-huh. uh, run run the wishbone offense with Reggie Bush and Lindell White, and run the running back option where you handed it to one running back and pitched it to the other one. Nice. It was, it was pretty pretty great offense, and I think that should make a comeback. That's why I've been campaigning for the wishbone online <laughs> there was a uh i'm trying to nhl hockey was always my favorite ea sports game even though i'm i know you're a hockey fan and you know real hockey but i i really am not but i like the video game and there was one year it was probably before you were born but <laughs> there was one year where you could do like a one-timer i think they called it where you pass it and then immediately shoot before taking possession right. and it's it scored a goal like 90 percent of the time and I think I played that for probably hundreds of hours, and all I did was score goals on one-timers. Uh, that's probably the best way to score in real life as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. So I, I had it all figured out. I, I missed my calling as a, a hockey strategist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just puck movement, try to create a hole, and uh, sneak one <laughs> past the goalie. It was it was so long ago that the Whalers were in the game because the it, they still existed. Ah, uh, yeah, beautiful Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. I we, I like to play with the uh, the Rangers, and I think Graves was the player. I don't even know who he is, but Graves <laughs> was the guy who scored all the goals. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the this is now the nostalgia uh, podcast for me. It's all, I thought it was coming the hockey podcast, which I, I can support as well. <laughs> Or the hockey podcast. Who was your team? The Blackhawks, right? Yes. They had, again, I don't, I don't know if you're old enough. They had some, someone on their team was incredible, and it must have been like ninety three or ninety five. But anyway, yeah. 
I was born in 94, so I might have missed that book. <laughs> <laughs> it went from nostalgic to depressing real fast. Well, that's what I do. I, I keep people grounded in reality. Right. <laughs> that's funny. The uh, But yeah, we... Um, I don't I think that's I'm good. I think we have covered enough topics and we haven't started actually reading from Google yet. So I think this is a good time to put a bow on episode one. Yeah, wrap it up all nice and neat and uh get it out to the listeners, you know, and make sure that sponsors are also listening. So share mm-hmm. this as much as you can, people. They're gonna be clamoring <laughs> clamoring for more, like cup, please tell us what other video games did you play? What <laughs> 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 and then we could do a whole episode on Toe Jam and Earl, which you probably have never even heard of. No, I have heard of it, but Okay. <laughs> right. You know. Very good. It's rain and jimbo. It's rain and jimbos. Rain and jimbos. Rain and jimbo. Beat or miss, please. It's rain and jimbo.